When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's shaking, listeners? This is your boy, Casual Ninja, and this is another episode of Let's Get Cancelled Podcast, where everything is raw and uncut, just like my fucking weekend this weekend. How was everybody's weekend, huh? Oh, yeah, by the way, it is just me today for the podcast. Your boy, Casual Ninja, Smurf is out, take care of some, I guess, some serious business? Is it? I guess for him. Serious business. Urgent matters. We all have them, don't we? But anyway, how was everybody's weekend? I hope it was chill. Mine was chill. Mine was uh, interesting. Mine uh, went to a party. Went to a party Saturday. Uh, it was like a combination of parties into one. It was my boy's birthday party. And a... Happy you're not dead. Let's go hang out for once due to coronavirus happening this year type party. So it was fun, games and drinks. And the night was pretty lit. Drinks, everybody vibing. Crowds, well, not not crowds. I mean, not, let's not, you know, have, let's not get reported here. But crowds of people, I'm telling, they're having COVID-19 parties on a far walk. No, this was not a COVID-19 party. Even though it kind of was like a, glad, glad you survived covid 19 anyway you you get the picture so yeah so people uh having a good time music playing snacks everything the whole shebang if you will there was even a birthday cake but the thing is party started to go left when people started to get white boy wasted i wasn't one of them but my friend you know you, you know how you always got those friends that just um when they get drunk They'd be like, yo, I love you, man. You the best, man. It's like, why do, why do motherfuckers get like that when they drop in? It's like, I guess things that they can't say on a normal, on an everyday basis, everything just comes out when they get drunk. I don't know. It's like, does liquor got like truth serum in it or something? I don't know. But it was a fun night. And out my little group, he's always known as the, the drunk. And he wasn't even the first one out the group. Who was nominated as the drunk? Like we had somebody before him, and he he just nominated himself, and he was the first one out. And I'm talking like two hours into the party, brother was already at the bathroom floor barfing up, and I was I ain't gonna front. I was talking mash. <laughs> I was talking mash to the point he was like, "Yo, David, shut the fuck up." I'm like, "My man." How you supposed to be a drunk? You supposed to have the highest tolerance out of all of us because that's why you know as the drunk. And you the first one out? Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, either way, I mean, yeah, you recuperated back though, but it was, it was fun though, man. And then we had another one that was out and out. And then it went from him being out from being drunk to we're having a Dr. Phil moment when people get too drunk. It's like... I know this was a Dr. Phil party too. 
It was on some it was, it was on some relationship advice and things going at work. I'm like, guys, see, the thing about this type of party, we was trying to have this party to avoid conversations like that. And it always goes the opposite direction. When people get too drunk, they just want to start vending shit. Be like, yo, we know. It's like, maybe we should invite a doctor, Phil. Uh, okay, uh, you need to talk about it with your parents. This is a party right now. Uh, I don't know, but <laughs> yeah. And uh, quick side note. Tell me, why do people make shit so difficult? Like, seriously, difficult. And I'm talking about family or any type of situation. It's like life is really not as difficult as you make it seem. And I say people make it difficult. They get extremely difficult. And I think, like, take this coronavirus thing, for example, right? So this whole time people wearing a mask and they saying, and when people out on the street, I'm not saying it's everybody, so calm down. Okay, but now you got the fashion police outside talking about, yo, where's your mask? Where's your mask? I'm like, my dude, fall back. Okay, because this whole coronavirus thing ain't even as serious anymore like it used to be. Okay, you don't hear people talking about gloves no more. They ain't talking about hand sanitizer no more. Okay, and in the beginning of this bullshit, they don't talk about vitamins, taking care of yourself, eating different, workout. They ain't talking about none of that shit to prevent or help deal with coronavirus. It's just stay in the house for two weeks in quarantine. Don't change your diet. Don't make better decisions health-wise. None. It's just stay in the house for two weeks and carry on. But my point is that with this whole coronavirus thing, it's just wear a mask now. That's it. Everything else they forgot. That's why I think this shit is bullshit. Not to discredit the people who passed away from this shit. Because I personally think coronavirus had help when people, when this little disease killed everybody. I'm pretty sure these people had prior health issues before um, coronavirus came. And then when it came, it just escalated and everybody just kicked the bucket. That's why when everybody went to the hospital, it was on some, yo... COVID death, COVID death, yeah. I mean, COVID had more buckets than Kobe. Too soon, right? Yeah, too soon. <laughs> like, everything was COVID. Man, I bet if I die tomorrow, COVID. Like, I'm healthy as a fucking dog, so I've never been sick. Work every day, but nah, how much you want to bet if I went to the hospital right now? It was a COVID death, are you sure? I bet a $100 bill. I bet a $100 bill. When the election is over with and this so-called vaccine come out, because everybody's saying, oh, when the fall get here, it's going to get worse. It's not even a second wave. Uh, case is increasing. It's like every day I hear the news. One day the case increasing, next day case decreasing. Those oh, it's back up. It's like the fucking stock market. Up and down, up and down, up and down. It's like, I'll be happy when this shit is over with. Okay, because I need a little taste of reality, and I'm happy in this little COVID summer that I've had. I've had a piece of reality, but when this whole mass shit is over with, and people keep on saying, don't hold your breath, man. This the new way reality. Oh, you mean like the same people saying coronavirus was like the, the wrath of God, because people were saying that dumb shit too. But hey, what do I know? I'm just a guy doing a podcast trying to get canceled for a buck or two. Just saying. But yeah, besides the crazy party, of all the (laughs) 
people being white boy wasted and people being difficult in their lives, there is more to look forward to. Am I right? Let's check this out for a second. What was, what was else some good news? Oh, yeah, man. Did you guys see the Black Adam trailer? I mean, it wasn't really like a full-length trailer. It was more like a 3D cartoonish with The Rock talking. I mean, I'm pretty excited about the movie, but wish they showed a bit more than that. But, mm, yeah, I ain't mad at it. I mean, shit, what else they had? Man, we had two game trailers this weekend, man. We had the Suicide, Suicide Squad game trailer, and we had the Gotham Knights trailer. You know, 2021 going to be lit. At least I hope it is. At least I hope it's better than fucking... 2020 because this year was it wasn't even garbage it was garbage okay it had a little finesse to it say it with me now garbage not even garbage man because <laughs> uh and besides all that let's talk about this government bullshit okay and and this this goes to what i'm saying about the whole people make life difficult than this okay ain't nobody treating this shit as a people issue you look at the news democrats did this republicans did that the republicans are the bad guys no 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 no, the democrats are the bad guys no both of y'all fucking suck seriously you guys did all this fucking well first of all i'm happy i motherfuckers decided on a bill on saturday to put money back in the post office okay because i want to go back to ordering shit online from amazon ebay or wherever you order shit from and i need shit to come directly back to my house not get stuck at the post office where i stand on long fucking lines dealing with idiotic people waiting an hour two three hours max just to pick up a small fucking package that should have came to my crib a while ago inconveniencing my day just that <laughs> Seriously, happy to decide on that. Yo, and the, the whole stimulus check thing. I like I'm sorry. Okay. We put the country in debt for what? Hmm. For a second stimulus check. So what the government was gonna give us a total of what? Twenty four hundred? Do you know how much rent is in New York City? That twelve hundred not saying it's not gonna help. But y'all motherfuckers think y'all fucking just dropping saving grace with the stimulus check. Thank God for the PPP loans and uh, unemployment. Because without unemployment, son, y'all worrying about fucking stimulus check. Now, unemployment saved a whole bunch of fucking lives. I mean, don't get me wrong. People situations are different from others. But the motherfuckers who was getting $1,000 a week or more during the summertime, if y'all wasn't stacking, saving it, investing and just blowing on parties doing dumb shit. I don't feel bad for you. I seriously don't. Y'all some dumb motherfuckers out here having COVID parties. Who the fuck tries to get sick for a prize? Who is the retarded motherfucker? I'm telling you, people are fucking weird. People are fucking weird. And, uh, yeah, this is the shit that be on my mind on a daily basis. I'm like telling you, like, I could be taking the train, be at work. I see some stupid shit, and I'd be like, what the fuck? You know, and the best thing about being smart is when you see dumb people do dumb shit, you're just like, happy ain't me. <laughs> Seriously, you got to be like, happy it ain't me. 
and that's all you could do. Because this whole year has just been a mess. The decision making has been a mess. This, if this one thing this year have taught me is the fact that how unprepared we were if this was a real pandemic. Because I don't think this is a real pandemic. If this was a real pandemic, fucking politicians, celebrities, and all that shit, they would have been wearing masks and shit from the jump. Not in the middle of it. Not towards the end. Because, like, watch the news. Go ahead. Watch the news. Go go to YouTube. Watch a clip from the beginning when this shit happened. President was wearing a mask. A lot of motherfuckers were wearing a mask. And we got mixed information on coronavirus every fucking week. Every fucking month. It, it did this this one month. It did that one month. It it, 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 it multiplies. It manipulates. It does this and that. There. It's like, what kind of fucking virus is this? I mean, from all the shit that happened this year, from curfew to murder hornets to riots to Black Lives Matter movement, it's just like, yeah, this wasn't the best year. I've seen, like, the worst of people. Um probably the first time in my life i mean i know there's bad people but damn got a government who don't know what the fuck they doing and the government is obviously bad with money otherwise the country wouldn't be as nearly as much debt as in now so and it can't be forgiven you can't just file for bankruptcy like a credit card or anything like that no this debt is just like student loans people you got it till you pay it back and with the type of money we're getting that we're in debt we ain't paying that shit back. Our children's children can't pay that shit back. We in this shit for life until the dollar crashes and then we're all are fucking doomed. Doomed, doomed, doomed. Yep, and this is shit that be in my mind. And you know what? I'm okay with it. I wake up normally, I go to sleep, this is normal, knowing that everything is fucked and I feel just okay because it's not my responsibility. I just try to enjoy life the best way I can, like you should too. Son, this is the, like, people who, who lost their jobs, I'm pretty sure they were kind of happy at first because it's like, yo, I needed a vacation. But what's the point not being at work and you can't go nowhere? It's like, it's like bittersweet. It's like a double-edged sword. It's like, yeah, I don't got to work for a while, but don't know if I'm going to find a new job soon. Can't pay this rent, but I got a lot of time in my hands. What am I going to do? And clearly, people have not made the right decisions. More people got got fat. They got more uglier. More bad decisions. More complaints. And it's just like, people are always waiting for the government to bail them out. Which is the most hypocritical thing you could do. Because it's like, for the same people who claim they don't trust the government. They don't trust the police. The same people they, they knocking are the same people they're just waiting to take care of them. So which one is it? You can't you can't be both. You gotta choose a side. But again, what do I know? I'm just trying to get canceled on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. You know, I haven't done a solo show in a while since my previous podcast I've done a couple of years ago. It was called The Unlicensed Therapist. And you guys will have the pleasure of hearing one of my first interviews that I did under that podcast. Ain't that nice? Ain't that sweet? Ain't that just oh you such a good boy. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah uh, Miss Murph, you know, uh podcast is never the same without him, you know. 
but you know, life goes on, right? We got to continue with the damn thing. And want to have more uh, discussions like this about the year and people because some of got to take responsibility. Sometimes you just got to take responsibility for your damn self and stop blaming others. But again, people are people, right? Well, that's it, people. I'm going to keep this podcast short. Um, hope you guys enjoy the week. I'll be back next week. Well, probably not. Matter of fact, no. Scratch that. I won't be back next week. Next week is a brother's B-Day. I'm probably going to be too schmack to do the podcast, to be honest. Maybe Smurf might come on here and do a single solo podcast. Do you like that? Hmm? Does that tickle your fancy? Hmm? Does it touch your white spot over there? Who knows? Maybe I might surprise you. I don't know. Let's just see how it goes next week. But other than that, let me just, let me just double check to see if there's any other topics I want to talk about before I go. Yee, Congress, post office, trailers. Nope, nope. Think that's about it, guys. Uh, all right, guys. That is the podcast. Um, enjoy. This, uh, enjoy this episode of the podcast from a time long ago. I'll see you guys later. Peace out. A-Town Down. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Your Unlicensed Therapist. We got another special guest today. Upcoming artist, rap artist. He goes by name Rod Real. How's it going, man? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. How's the weather today? Uh, the weather's actually looking real good, especially after the cold months we had, like for like the past like four, five months. Oh yeah, who are you telling? Freaking the weather. I feel like Mother Nature have been having all types of PMSs <laughs> and shit. <laughs> the mood swings. I know. I yeah, know. <laughs> she can't make up her mind. <laughs> Just like our job, they can't make up their mind. I don't even want to talk about that much. <laughs> Son, oh man! But before we get into that, man, um, so you're upcoming artist, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, up, upcoming uh, hip hop, R and B. I mean, pretty much everything. I mean, I, I, I do it all. I like to, pretty much, I like to be an overall balance between everything. So, I, I do a little bit of singing. I do a little bit of rapping. I uh, engineer. I mean, I do a lot of this. Stuff. I can write. I can do all, a whole bunch of stuff when it comes to the music life. Okay. Is, is your main genre hip-hop, or is it just R&B, or is it a mixture of just everything? It's a, I, I feel like it's a mixture of both. It's a mixture of everything. So if you take Drake, you take uh, um, Bryson Taylor, you take uh, Big Sean, you take you know all all of those type of artists that's out there right now, and that's you know, really doing anything. Like, I try to like combine that twist into one and give them just you know multiple sides of me not you know not to mention but i'm i am a gemini so it's like like having two sides and letting people see both sides of me and like all the different emotion that come out of me that's what i use when i when i'm uh making music and you say you're a gemini so is both for you here today or just one of you <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh i one of us is here right now, but but if the other one decided to come out, y'all probably know. That's a creepy motherfucker. 
Watch what you're saying now. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I hear you, man. So, nah, I'm fucking with that. I'm playing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the thing is, um, I heard some of your music. Um, so tell me what's mainly, uh, what drove you to become a rap artist? Oh, man. Um, I could say, well, while growing, growing up, actually, I wasn't really in tune with the music. I mean, my dad, he's a DJ and stuff like that. And all my life, I listened to music and stuff like that. I was more into tune, in tune with like uh, sports and stuff like that. So that was like my main focus was sports. Till just about like four years ago, I, well, five now, um, I kind of found myself when I had came back from military and I had bought a laptop. The laptop had a, a, um, a garage band on it. And I was literally like sitting there like, yo, I could possibly do something with this. I was making beats and stuff like that. They was trash, but I mean, you got to start from somewhere. <laughs> so, yeah, eventually I was just like, you know what? Let me let me let me try singing and stuff like that. That did not cut it. I was I was I was bad. Well, you was kind of like on on some easy E type shit from Shred Accounting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was bad. I was, you know, shy in the booth and all that stuff like that. And mind you, I just had a laptop and a mic and all that stuff like that. So it was a like USB hook hookup thing. But um yeah, so what I did was what inspired me more was just knowing that I can go on YouTube and literally teach myself. I literally trained myself off of YouTube for months, day in and day out, constantly learning vibrato, lip rolls, all types of stuff, just learning the, the uh, fundamentals of singing and the breathing techniques. And it kind of showed me a different light into, you know, like, like everybody do have a singing voice. They may not all sound, you know, nice, like, you know, some of these artists out here, Chris Brown and all of them and stuff like that. But you have your own unique sound, and it's up to you to find that and learn how to use that to your advantage. So, Pretty much the moral of the story is, I mean, once I made that first song that everybody liked, I was like, damn, that don't even seem like it's me. So then that kind of gave me the drive just keep, like, to keep like pushing forward, to keep on moving with the music because like people was liking my stuff. So I'm just like, yo, I might as well just keep on doing it. Then a couple people started coming in my life. Um, my, um, my stepbrother and stuff like that. He's a rapper, King Kashim. Shout out to King. And um, yeah, he 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 gave me the drive, and that's a whole different story, right there in itself between how me and him linked back up after years of being separated. His mom, my dad, are you know married, but he was kicked out at thirteen or whatever like that. So, um, but yeah, we just kind of kept you know pushing each other as we was going through it and then they kind of just made me just keep keep flowing with it just keep going with the movement well that actually so your story just sounds like uh another track and an album that you could create oh for real you kind of like on some j cole type shit <laughs> oh shit <laughs> no but yeah, uh man. yeah no doubt though man is music something that you think you stumbled on upon accidentally or you always felt you had a passion for uh I think music found me. I mean, it, it's like I wouldn't have thought that years ago that I would be doing this right now. Like I would be like, you know, the artist that I am today because 
I love I love music so much that it, you know it 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 puts me in my comfort zone. It's like when I'm feeling down, I you know I I have to listen to music to kind of uplift myself. And then um so in that aspect, it's just like it helped me to understand that music is powerful, man. It's so powerful. Music is definitely powerful because music back in the day is better than the garbage that's out today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. So I'm a 90s baby, so you already know. And I was born in 89, so I'm also a 90s baby. I was about Tupac, Biggie, Wu-Tang yeah. Clan, EMPD, KRS-One. I don't uh-huh. know what the hell is out today. <laughs> yeah. You have people today <laughs> sounding like, <laughs> I don't know what they're saying. You know, they, yeah, that's true. Yeah, some some freaking mumble rap. What is that what called? Mumble rap? That's disgusting. It's like, what are you saying? Everything sounds like strip club music nowadays. Nah. <laughs> it does. Ain't that shit crazy? Yeah, everything sounds like strip Like, back in the day, lyrics meant something. Or else you couldn't call yourself an MC. You know, nowadays you get a beat. Anybody can have a nice beat. Apparently nobody has lyrics. Yeah, right? Yeah, like, I only like a few artists uh, today, meaning I like Kendrick Lamar, I like J. Cole, you know, those are just naming some of the two, but I can't say I listen to today's music a lot. I'm stuck in the past when it comes to music because it meant something to me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't, how you say, I can't get with this new age music. I, I don't even understand how people today even like it, but hey, that's just me. You know, I feel, I feel like I feel like today's music is all about being commercial. It's it's more so like you know a rhythm, and not so much about the lyrics anymore. It's more so about the beat, and not so much about the you know the artist. Because when you look at these artists nowadays, they're not saying nothing. Everybody just listening to the flow of the beat and how it all you know clicks together. They're not really listening to the lyrics, the the knowledge within. Which is kind of throwing everything off because, like, if I'm spitting some some truthful shit about my life, and then you know they, and then the beat may not be hot, but what I'm saying is hot. People will really drift away for simple fact that they don't want to hear you speaking the real. They want to just hear a beat just dumping. Yeah, like, pretty much. It's so ass backwards. If you go back in the like back in the '90s, back you know back when they was really rapping, you can't bring that shit from now to back to the 90s because they're like yo bro what are you saying first of all then they're gonna light you up because you're not saying nothing everybody back there they're gonna catch every word that you're saying and be like yo he's not saying nothing he's not a real mc you're not a true mc exactly and my, my point is in today's rappers apparently everybody's rich everybody got chicks <laughs> Uh-huh. You know, there was no, you know, apparently as soon as you a rapper today, you have everything. There there was no struggle. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Like back in the day, they was they was fighting, they was grinding to get their stuff. Exactly. They was, they was grinding. Everybody have it like to where like they tag team and helping each other out nowadays and this and that. I mean, not saying it's a bad thing, but hip hop is a uplifting thing. Like it's supposed to uplift everybody. But um now, everybody want to collab, everybody want to do this, everybody want to do that. And, like, you know, 
and it, it, it is not it, it, it don't bring that same that real feel like how it did back in the 90s like the 90s it seemed like competition was everywhere exactly now it's it's it, <clears throat> I mean you don't see that everybody saying everybody got the same 808s everybody got the same this and that everybody want to you know make this party song sound like this party song nah do your own shit be your own artist and that's what people today need to realize because nobody stands out. How you plan to stand out if you sound the same? Exactly. You know, so the one thing I don't understand is the fact that everybody that's commercial nowadays want to be hood while the real rappers who are in the hood are trying to get out the hood. <laughs> yeah, right. It's so backwards, man. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. And that's how you can tell commercial from real rappers like you know jay-z for example i'm gonna use him as, as an example he from brooklyn he rich now he the only time he's gonna go back to brooklyn is at the barclay center because he only other than that <laughs> he's not gonna be chilling on the block nothing like that because he got he don't have nah. to he don't have to but you got people today rappers today talking about i'm hard i'm on a block gang 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 this i'm thinking huh. like dude are you serious <laughs> Yeah, these dudes be, I like. I want to know. I like. I just want to sit somebody down and be like, what's your purpose? Like, what are you, like? What are you trying to achieve? Like, cause you, I mean, I, I don't get you. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get the 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 mental capacity that you have to, you know, to pretty much like, you know, to do what you do. Like, how can you? How can you accept what you do? Exactly. I'm not, I mean, I don't know if they teaching you. I don't know if you dropped out of school. I don't know if you did all that shit on purpose. But at the same time, it's like you, 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 you know, taking in knowledge is, is like very important. Um, and for y'all motherfuckers out here right now, y'all, it ain't nothing coming from y'all. Nope. Nothing can't, good. Can't learn anything from any of these. The only people you can learn from is Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole, as far as I'm concerned. And Logic. Oh, yeah. And Logic. Lupe, Lupe mm-hmm. is still out there too. Um, Hobson, he's a West Coast rapper. Yeah, I mean all those artists right there. All the, I mean, shit like Red Man. He was uh he was recently doing something. I know he old school, but dude, he came out with something like it like not even a year ago. It was freestyling, killed like I'm talking about murdered it. And I was like, yo, he seemed like he's put like he's still back in the day, but like he brought that back in the day flow to now and he was destroying artists right now. Oh yeah, Redman is one of my favorite rap artists from back in the day, including Method Man too. Yeah. Now just to um to backtrack, you said um music found you and you said you started everything from uh from YouTube, which is funny because I started learning how to podcast through YouTube too. You'd be surprised how much you can learn from YouTube than going to school or even watching news on the television. Mm-hmm. So, um, when it comes to, I'm I'm always talking about creative careers for people, and podcasting is one of my creative careers. That I started for myself. Podcasting isn't new; it's old, and it's something that I feel like. It started a passion for mine because I always had a passion for media, but I just never knew how to pursue it. So now that I'm doing it, it's actually leading me in a direction where I into opportunities where I can be my own boss. 
I'm enjoying what I'm doing and it doesn't feel like work. And you being an artist as well, I know it's like a leap from the everyday norm in, in corporate America. How do you feel about that? Well, like being being like being an artist right now, like in in to, in today's world right now. Yeah, being an artist instead of just being at a desk at a cubicle. Uh, I mean, man, I would I would take that over being at a desk like any day, because I mean, like you said, I mean, you rather be your own boss. Like, who want who want to work for somebody? Like, think about that. Like, who want to sit there and be like, yo, yeah, I'm working. I mean, I'm happy, but your money ain't really going to you. Your most of your money is getting cut down. And it's going to somebody else. I'd rather say, yo, this is my business. This is my money coming in. And this is the, this is what it is. I mean, in the industry, yes, it is, you know, funds going out to here and here and here and there. But if you think about it, analyze Chance the Rapper, independent artist. They were saying how, um, how uh, all his songs, when he first came out, they was free. But why this man got 250,000 fans? Because exactly. he kept it, he kept it real, mm-hmm. and he did not sign that contract for the simple fact that he knew he had one goal, and that goal was to get there. But to get there on his own, he was his own entrepreneur. Exactly. See, what most people don't understand is just that when you're going to work or have a job, and not knocking anybody who does it because we all got to live. All you're doing is sacrificing eight hours, forty hours. 80 hours a day, a week, into somebody else's business, making them rich while your pockets stay the same. Exactly. You got a, you got a consistent flow of the same amount of money coming in. But at the same time, you got a consistent flow of the same amount of bills coming out. So technically, you're not gaining or losing. You're just staying on a straight path, just not going anywhere. Exactly. And one thing that I want people to understand is that change is automatic, but progress isn't. Mm-hmm. Okay? To think things are going to change automatically for you when it comes to progress because of somebody else's business, you're insane. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just like, what I'm doing right now, if it becomes a full-time income, a uh, full-time career, not only would I enjoy myself, but it, not just the money is the perk. But it's the freedom. Can you imagine yeah. what you could do uh, with all this time in your day? If money is not an issue, you could travel the world, have new experiences, get on new different business adventures. It's just so many perks and going your own way and being independent. Yeah. You know. As an artist, um, can you see yourself staying independent? Or um, would you see yourself like joining a label or making your own label? I mean, being new to the whole, you know, the, the, the music game and stuff like that and learning, um, I, th- I think I think I can be an independent artist. I think I can. I want to be I want to be the one to build my own label and, you know, start my own thing, have people under me because I, I hate having a boss. Yeah. Uh, so do I. I. I think most people do. But the, the difference between me and you is that we actually want to make a difference instead of just 
constantly bitching about it and don't no changes are made. Yeah. You know. Because I, I, I have to say this. Who wants to be like, I mean, all right, put it this way. You working for somebody and they treat you, you know, they treat you like shit. I mean, I, I, I just I just can't see myself doing something like this to somebody. Like, if I was to be a boss or whatever like that, and I know I got it all, I mean, and I need my team to stand strong, my team got to be taken care of. Exactly. I can't have my team falling off because, oh, they don't have this, they don't have that. No, I'm going to look out because in order for you to grow as a unit, as a team, your team got to be up there too. You can't sit them in the shadows and be thinking that they're going to keep working because obviously they're going to be left in the dark. And speaking of uh, speaking of teams, um, you have your own little rap group. Yeah, what's yeah. the name of it? We uh, we call ourselves uh, RBE. We actually just uh, just came up this one not too long ago. Um, RBE stands for uh, Real Brotherhood Entertainment. Pretty much how how uh, my 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 buddy came up with it is that uh, he was he was actually working security guard at. Uh, at uh at our building for where we worked at. And then um pretty much we end up linking up. He said he make music and stuff like that. I was like, all right, cool, he made music. I mean I make music too. So I was like, yo, come through. I was like, I got the studio. He was like, all right. Now mind you, when you got people I'm pretty sure you encountered this too. <clears throat> you may you may say something to somebody and ask them to be somewhere and then they don't come. And then, like, you may have had a, a nice conversation with that person, and that person seemed like they, you know, that they, they real what they were. Like, they're not going to sit here and pass up something, or they're not going to just sit there and just be like, all right, yeah, no, nah, or start making excuses and shit like that. So what I found out about this dude is that he never made excuses. He was there during the time that he said he was going to be there, and it was just constantly, like, you know, on a roll, on the ball. When we, we was making music, Every fucking Wednesday, every Wednesday, making music in the studio. So that's where the brotherhood thing came from. Because as we was building and bonding, we was just kind of like, yo, since we doing this, whatever, like that, we might as well get our ladies in tune into this, too. So they'll know that, I mean, this is what we're doing. They won't feel so left out. They're like, oh, this and that. So we had each other, ladies meet each other. And we kind of like built that, that friendship, that brother vibe and all that stuff like that. And that's what kind of brought out the uh, the real brotherhood entertainment type thing because we're trying to make this into not just only music, but we're trying to turn it into something else. So we got cooks out there. We want somebody to join RBE. They can join it and they'll be a cook under us. But at the same time, you still be getting that shine because we're gonna be investing in you at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we got you know if we wanted to have our own businesses like out there. We gonna still invest, and y'all gonna be under RBE. It's almost—I'm not gonna say it's like a cult, but it's almost like a—it's almost like a brotherhood in itself. Nobody is, uh, um, everybody. Um, all right, how do I say this? How do I say this? Nobody is lesser than the next man. We all stand on equal ground because when we look from our eyes, we all kings. As kings, we gotta learn to work with each other. For a fair share of the land. And if you 
think about God on the even plan and he wants to walk with him. Just saying, we all kings, we all his sons, his sisters, his his daughters. So we don't treat anyone not equal to ourselves. Yeah, I wish more people actually uh, thought like you, especially when, uh, when it comes to the workplace. But uh, <coughs> even in the current workplace that we worked at, um, we're treated as second-class citizens. If, yeah. if that, if that, if not less, because <laughs> I worked in many places before. Like I said, I worked. Like I said, in other episodes, I worked uh, in the banking industry. I worked in the IT industry. Um, many different <clears throat> industries, and this is actually. And now that I'm in the law firm industry, it's honestly just shocking the level they treat people. Is astonishing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. It's 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 very disgusting. Because when you got people that's you know that's book savvy, that you know they oh they went to school, they got their masters or you know they got their law degree and all stuff, and then they think that they're so much better than 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 you just because you don't have yours. But at the same time, little do they know is that you're not you're not any better than me. You're a man just like me. You're a woman. I mean, whatever. I mean, you bleed just like me. Yes, you may have knowledge in the law field, but when it come out to the streets, you don't have knowledge. Nope. When it come out there to grinding and not having money, you don't have knowledge. In the sense that if all your money was to get taken away, what are you going to do? You had your family take care of you this whole time. Exactly. You had people jump and throw you money, but when you grind it from the bottom up, it's it's like they don't know what that feel is like. So for them this, you know, to treat someone, you know, that's trying to make it the way they treat them, it's like damn, like, like, like why, like, 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 come on, like I need y'all to come and step down to my shoe or my level, so y'all can see with the struggles that, like, the struggles that we go through. Mm-hmm. Now. Um, the funny thing is I've only been with, uh, this law firm company for a few months and I never seen such (laughs) an organization in my life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like some of the fuckery that I've noticed is with like the IT guy, for example, how do you, this is the only workplace I know where you update software and it's still shitty. I know, right? Ain't that something? Yeah, man, it's it's terrible. They've been, they've been every. See, like I was telling uh, one of our uh, um, coworkers. Um, so she was like, "Yeah, like it's just moving so fast." I'm like, "It is. It's moving way too fast." But you gotta understand this: that he moving, it's moving so fast that. All he's doing is tripping over his own feet. So when <clears throat> when the incident happened where all the documents and stuff like that went missing and got lost or whatever like that, he never thought of slowing down before that to think about what would happen if something did happen like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you slow down and focus on you know, getting your stuff ready instead of going off on vacations and this and that, not being here, like, several days out the week. I mean, 
maybe you can get something done and you maybe you make everybody else happy in the firm. Maybe you'll understand what we actually going through. Yeah, this man is the only man I know who can crash a server and still get his own office. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. No, I, I don't know how, I don't even know how that's even possible. You know, in the real world, <laughs> you get fired for doing some shit like that, not rewarded. But like yeah. I said, I don't think this is a real law firm. <laughs> no, it's a child's playhouse. It's a 13th grade, son. It's a 13th grade. It definitely do seem like school, though. I ain't gonna lie. It does. All the drama that goes on in there. Need our own uh, TV sitcom. Oh, you're not even lying about that, man. It's just like the, the things. Um, that reminds me. I'm the type of person, I'm gonna remember you because you, you're cool or you're a threat. Yeah. And if I don't know you, it's because I don't really, I don't fuck with you. <laughs> so, true. so it's like, if I don't know your name and you tell me multiple times, I don't remember, chances are I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, the, uh, the female boss over there, the only reason why I even know her name is because she scares me and she's a threat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I That's remember true. you brought your kid over there one time. <laughs> as soon as she came in the room, she started crying. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, she's so 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 unpredictable. It's like you can't. It's it's very hard to read her. So it's like when you when you think about her, it's just like man, I don't even know what like what her emotion is today, or what you know, it's changing like the weather. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like man, she really is Mother Nature or something like that. I'm not sure if you noticed, but I I found out a lot of people there. Maybe it's just because of me. I'm not sure, but I found like a lot of people there to be socially awkward. Especially her. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it was just because because they don't know me like that or nothing like that. But I just find a lot of the people there just to be socially awkward. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yeah. And it's all nuts, but um. When it comes to uh, hip hop and all the music, do you use any special equipment? Do you use Pro Tools? Do you use a USB mic? What do you use? Yeah, I actually have a, uh, I actually have a Stimson uh, G Track uh, microphone and a pop filter in front of it. Actually, and um, the software that I use, I use Logic Pro X. That's actually a really good uh, program, and uh, I found that it was easier for me. Because I started off with GarageBand and playing around with that. I learned that to the fullest. And then I tried Pro Tools after the fact. But then you got to think about Pro Tools. You got to add a lot of plugins. You got to add a lot of this additional stuff. And that stuff costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, <coughs> well, my buddy was like, yo, you might as well look into uh, Logic. If you like GarageBand, he was like, yeah, man. He was like, go for it because it's literally the same setup. So I looked at it and it literally looked the same besides it had some feature that looked like Pro Tools, which was, like, dumbed down, but it was enhanced just like Pro Tools. So having that software, it, it kind of, like, made, you know, a lot of things a lot easier. Okay. And um, do you want to give us uh, a little preview of uh, one of your tracks that you made? So um, the the name of the song is uh, it's called All I See. It's by Rob Rail Range. And Zine, all my bros that I work with, and we try and build this thing from the ground up. So check it out. All right, this is 
Was it all I see? Yeah, all I see. Yeah, alright, people, this is all I see. Let's check it out. was a song all i see so tell me what was that uh what was that song about man so that song has um that song pretty much um it's like it's like explaining like you know like what you see like in your everyday life so and then it and pretty much pretty much you using this music thing to kind of get yourself, it's like it's almost like a catapult. You catapulting yourself further in the game. So you got to think about 
all the trials that you've been through and all that stuff like that and what music has done for you in the sense of, you know, you being married to the music. Like, the music is always going to let you be open because it lets you speak your mind. So pretty much all you see around you is is almost like, it's like everything is music. Every sound that you, you know, hear out your daily life is music. And it's all, it's like another language in itself. So when we created All I See, it's pretty much like, you know, just give me a rundown of what we see in our daily lives and how we see ourselves, you know, moving in the movement. Nice. Hey, so why don't you tell everybody where they can catch uh, more of your music at? Um, right now we we are actually doing a work in progress. Right now, um, we going we gonna start getting stuff back up on uh on our SoundClouds, and you can actually catch our stuff on uh on Instagram. Actually, you can look you can check me out at uh Ra Real. If you just type in uh Ra Real L M E, all together. No uh lowercase, I mean no uh uppercase or anything like that. It just Rod Real R O D Real R E A L L M E. That's where you catch me at on Instagram. And what about your SoundCloud? Oh SoundCloud. Um I think that was Rod Real also. My bad. I'm trying to like Yeah, Rod Real and you could just Look up Raro EP if you need it to also on SoundCloud and that will still pop up on your computer so that way you can see it. Okay, nice. Alright, so alright people. That's the podcast. And I will see you guys on Monday. Peace. Thanks for being here, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate it.